Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. Today is the 20th of August, 2021, and I'm your host, David Castle, a.k.a. Homage the Lion Killer. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Hope you're doing good out there. I'm doing all right. Thanks for asking. Just got back from a little hike yesterday. Absolutely amazing, beautiful stuff. It was really hard. My legs were dead. Uh, high altitude hiking, man. Started up at nine thousand, over 9,000 feet, 9,400 feet about, right there at Sonora Pass, one of the highest mountain roads in uh, the Sierra Nevadas. And... Uh, did like five or six miles to this little lake, camped out there for the night, and uh, you know hung out for some of that day, and then walked back, all the gear on my back, and it was heavy and it was hard, but it was really dope. Like fucking man, it's so sick to be out in the mountains, those big mountains where nobody else is out there, and it's just completely silent. It is a, uh, it's a spiritual experience. I plan on doing uh, some bigger hikes here coming up. I want to do, there's this 80-mile stretch. It's 77 miles uh, of the PCT that I would like to do. But I would have to do it alone, which is fine. I ain't got no one to do that shit with, which is cool, though. I don't mind doing shit alone. Kind of scary, but whatever. Uh, But I don't know if I could do that. Man, 77 miles? What if something happens? Like, I don't know if I can handle that. How do I bring all my food? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, so I'm going to, I got this 27 miler that, that I'm going to try to tackle first and then we'll see if I can do the, the 77 miles before, uh, the season's over. Hiking's crazy, man. It's really fucking hard, but it's really cool. And it's, yeah, it's just very crazy shit, crazy shit. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff's been in the news lately. I guess no more crazy than the usual though, considering the times that we live in. Uh, I saw this clip on the internet going around. It was Jimmy Fallon from The Tonight Show, and I'll just play it for you. Check this out. The results of the 2020 census just came out, and for the first time in American history, the number of white people went down. (laughs) So (laughs) he says that they they did the census, and the number of white people has gone down, and then all of this applause comes from the audience. And... This is just so typical. I bet you anything the audience was all white. All white people. Because nobody hates white people more than other white people. I don't get it. I don't get the self-hatred and uh, self-deprecation that white people feel they need to put forth toward themselves. It's the strangest fucking thing. But uh, so common nowadays. Fucking nothing worse than white people. It's like we're... uh, just the the worst thing in the world. I don't get it. I think it further perpetuates racism because everything is made about race. And uh, I'm not even going to get into it. It's just crazy. Like, what the fucking... Imagine if they did that with... Imagine if you said the number of Mexicans went down and everyone's like, ooh, it would be fucking thrown off the air, dude. It would never happen with Chinese people, black people, whatever, Indian people. Only white people are you allowed to hate. Which is the strangest, weirdest thing. I did see something, a comment that someone made with regards to that. Like, a common thing that you'll hear racist people say, or people who view everything through race, 
is that like white people have no culture and and nothing uh that they just have no culture which is completely ridiculous because if you look around at everything that exists in western society it's all like a product of fucking european culture <laughs> like everything you know like roman greek culture um anglo-saxon fucking shit i don't know how to describe it but yes white people have culture it's not it doesn't it isn't the worst thing in the world to be white and it's fucking crazy how uh just how racist the world is so weird what a weird time we live in uh other than that covid just covid baby it's going on i've noticed uh around my town in most of the stores most people are are still wearing the mask but you're seeing more and more people who are just not choosing not to wear the mask and nobody says anything uh they're not really ridiculed at least in the bigger stores they can't really say anything like Walmart or grocery stores and stuff like that maybe in little shops and shit like that they might freak out um but for the most part i see people it seems like people are getting sick of it and they don't want to wear the mask anymore and when you consider the fact that there's a bunch of other states where you don't have to wear the mask like Arizona, Idaho, Florida a lot of places where you've never had to, and uh, it's totally a political thing. It's mostly the democratic states where you have to wear the fucking muzzle, and uh, people are sick of it. They're like, no, fuck this. So, <clears throat> yeah, uh, these will be the people that they blame for the next variant that they come out with, the Omega variant, which they're already planning for, and uh You're seeing more and more of the vaccine fucking things, you know, the vaccine mandates coming coming down the pike, and I got a bunch of clips to play regarding that. Uh, But it seems like people in America are getting sick of it. Although there are still a lot of people who are really scared and uh, being controlled by fear, and that's exactly what's been taking place for the past year and a half. For well longer than that, actually. It took a lot to uh, a lot of planning and a lot of propaganda and indoctrination to get to this point. But um some people are starting to see through it and just don't wanna don't wanna do it anymore. So we'll see we'll see where that goes. Very weird times we're living in. So I might as well play some of these clips I got. I got this shit from the governor of Kentucky. And he's talking about the vaccine. You know, everybody has to get the vaccine to stop the spread. It's our civic duty to do that. And uh, you're gonna have you're gonna lose friends. You know, if if people don't want to get the vaccine, then they're not gonna be uh, you're not gonna be friends with them anymore. That's just what you got to do. So listen to the Kentucky governor tell tell you about what you got to do and have those difficult conversations with your friend. If you know of anyone over 65, that hadn't gotten their vaccine yet, please have that uncomfortable conversation. That's where we are. At this point, folks aren't going to believe me. They're not going to believe somebody else in government. They might not believe their doctor. But you, their family member or their friend, saying that you love them and that you care about them and that you're willing to even lose that friendship and that relationship, if it means having that hard conversation to get them vaccinated, folks, I need you to do it. And they need you to do it even if they don't know it quite yet. So, 
yeah, you gotta you gotta talk to these crazy conspiracy theorists, these Republicans, these fucking whatever you want to call them, uh, because you know they got, you got to do your part too. Everybody's got to get vaxxed. Vax up, baby. Uh, let's see what else he has to say. Now he makes this strange comparison between being unvaccinated and like coughing or like not wearing a mask and that being equivalent to assault, like punching someone in the face. It's the strangest thing. Listen to this. Your individual liberty ends when it harms other people. Your individual liberty to swing your fist ends when it impacts somebody else's face. That's called assault. And an individual liberty does not exist to actively spread a deadly virus that can harm and kill other people when we know some very small and basic things to stop it. So he's equating people who don't get the vaccine or people who don't wear the mask or don't follow any of these ridiculous guidelines that they set out for us. He's saying that that is the equivalent of punching someone in the face. Or even worse, actually, because it's a deadly disease and you're going to cause people to die. You're going to kill grandma. Uh, What a douchebag. And these are the levels that they're stooping down to, to propagandize people and to uh, fucking brainwash them into taking this experimental gene therapy drug that a lot of people are already dying from and having these uh, crazy side effects from. And uh, all this shit, so... Very strange stuff, but we'll get to more of that later. I know it's such a fun topic and uh, all that shit. But in the meantime, let's play some music by Zion I because the legendary Zumbi, Zumbi, Zumbi from Zion I has passed away. So uh, rest in peace to Zumbi and uh, you'll live on through your music. This is Coasting by Zion I. R.I.P. Zombie.
Now some pop bottles, some chase models As if it's all live, prime time, the Apollo Mighty big deal, too many can't swallow The pain got them tripping off things, feeling hollow Weight on my brain, spitting my slang Cause I don't wanna, I don't wanna go insane I'm forward on my mission, now I'm deep in the game Got my speakers on black while I'm switching the lane Stay low, pro, info, started out at Kinko's Ten years later, out to Vegas on a G4 Deceit's bucket when we puff, puff, pass Passport to my luggage Got my beats on smash Attitude of a winner That's some DMA So it feel like a summer Anywhere that I lay A It's C-A To the day that we out Stay strong through the struggle That's what life is about When life brings trouble sang so uh yeah man the shit's getting real with the vaccine i've had uh multiple people send me things that their work has sent them or things that their child's school has sent them um just saying that you got to get vaccinated either that or you have to do like a weekly test or a bi-weekly covid19 test and uh jump through all of these hoops and it's fucking bullshit. It's crazy, man. So people are really um, actually coming to the point where they, they're having to make a decision whether or not to stay at their job or to fucking find a better employer who doesn't require that bullshit. It was, Like a month ago, this girl sent me something that her mom got and she worked for the state of Nevada. And it was saying that the state wants everyone to get tested and uh, not tested i mean i'm sorry uh vaccinated and uh if not you got to do like a weekly covid test and blah 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 bunch of fucking bullshit uh another friend of mine just sent me a, an email that he got from Washoe County uh school district talking about any parents involved with with the kids uh sporting activities and you know, helping the kids out with their fucking sports and shit. Everybody's got to be vaccinated or provide evidence of a false uh, or a negative COVID test. So we uh, we are in the conspiracy theory. It is it has become a fact. The vaccine passports, all of this stuff, it is coming to fruition. And America is actually somewhat lenient when you compare it to uh, some other countries like Australia and Canada, for example, these guys are really being douchebags. Here is uh, well, what Justin Trudeau has been talking about from Canada. 
Good morning, Prime Minister Marika Walsh with the Globe and Mail. Following on your response to Louis' question, can you please be specific? You, you're championing this plan, but we don't actually hear from you how it's going to work. So moving away from the Federal Service and looking at travelers and planes, trains, cruises, what happens to those travelers who refuse to be vaccinated and do not have a medical exception? Will they be allowed an accommodation or can they not travel? Uh, Canadians know that the way to get through this pandemic is for everyone to get vaccinated. So unless people have a medical exception, they will not be able to board a plane or a train in Canada if they are unvaccinated. That is about protecting our young people. It's about protecting Canadians. We are absolutely unequivocal on that because this is how we get through this pandemic. So there you have it. Justin Trudeau, the prime minister of Canada, major fucking douchebag. He says, and this is a common meme that we've been hearing throughout the pandemic, is that the only way to get through this, oh, we have to all work together and be safe and social distance and all that bullshit. But we all know what the main thing is, right? Everybody's got to get vaccinated. That's the only way to get through the pandemic is to get vaccinated. Which is completely untrue. Uh, Herd immunity is the way you get through a pandemic. Uh, Enough people catch the disease and get antibodies and eventually the thing just fizzles out and goes away. Um, A lot of people are saying that the reason why we have another variant, supposedly. Who knows if if COVID's even fucking real because the flu completely disappeared. So how do we even know COVID's a real thing? The PCR test is complete bullshit. Apparently, it's never been isolated. Who knows what the truth is? But let's just play along and say that COVID is a real thing. And uh, now the Delta variant is a real thing. A fucking variant of COVID. And uh, people are saying that the reason why the Delta variant is a thing is because of the vaccinated people. So now the the virus is adapting to uh, because of the vaccine. So it's just... It's fucking crazy, and uh, countries are really implementing this vaccine passport thing, which of course begs the question, what's really in the vaccine? I mean, what's it really got to do with? We know that this disease, whatever it is, it isn't as deadly as they say, so what's in the vaccine? What are they trying to put into everybody? And as I've been talking about before the vaccine even came out, uh, the existence of nanotechnology and just the fucking... The capabilities of mind control technology nowadays is is almost unbelievable, but it's true. It's we're at a crazy point in fucking technology. Just look at the stuff that Elon Musk is working on and Neuralink and things like that, or the things that DARPA is uh, doing with with nanotechnology. So it's just it's very suspicious everything that's going on, and now we're coming to a point where. It's mandatory and everybody's got to get it and they're even forcing some people to get it. I've seen footage of uh, people in India, this poor woman being chased fucking onto her roof by these uh, these medical motherfuckers and they're, they're forcing her to get this vaccine and they shove this syringe into her arm and uh, inject her with this thing, you know, without her consent, which is, which is rape if you... Uh, I mean, that that's what it is. So absolutely disgusting, but this is what they're doing. And uh, 
they don't want to to limit it to just adults. Uh, there's a big push to get children to take the vaccine as well. And in Australia, they are herding kids into stadiums to get them to take the vaccine. I want to stress that uh, to the mums and dads, your children will be well looked after inside when they arrive. They'll be literally ushered. We'll have uh, nurses, we'll have uh, some of the youth command, we'll have uh, some of the young, young police from the, uh, uh, the various uh, operations within police there just to guide them through um, as to where they go. They'll be looked after every moment inside the, uh, the stadium and uh, they'll be well cared for. So mums and dads feel secure. We've got about 24,000 students we're aiming to get through next week. Uh, the messages will come out this week and the opportunity is there, but really you've got to take it, grasp it with both hands. Um, I know uh, if you talk to any of our Olympians, I'll tell you, you just got to grasp opportunity and this is an opportunity, so don't waste it. Oh, it's an opportunity. And those little embellishments, I stole all these clips from No Agenda. Uh, they did all the work, so I'm just stealing their clips. But uh, yeah, every time he <laughs> says opportunity, they hit the chimes. Ah, uh, it's just crazy, dude. Australia's fucked, man. These uh, you guys got to stand up for yourselves over there in Australia, man. Shouldn't have let them take your guns, bro. There's uh, there's no limit to what these people will do. Hurting hurting kids into stadiums to give them a vaccine. What a time to be alive. Fucking weird. Uh. Last weekend, I was, there was this little event in my town. I live in this fucking old person town where nothing cool happens. And anytime there's a, there's like a event, it's like some country music fucking just shitty, whatever. Some people like it. It's for old people. It's like a hoedown. And I like walked over there because it was kind of close to my house and I was checking it out. And uh, right there, dude, they had free vaccines. They were giving away free vaccines at this city-sponsored outdoor country concert. And I was like, man, this is the lamest shit in the world. And there were actually people in there getting them. Like, dude, what the hell? I guess I guess they get a couple beers in them. They're like, all right, fuck it. I'm getting it. And they go and get a vaccine. It's like, oh, my God. So... Pretty weird, pretty weird. And uh, some people have taken it upon themselves to blame nurses and doctors for all the crazy stuff that's happening and for whatever negative side effects that might result from the vaccine. Like what happened to my grandma. She died. She got blood clotting and died after getting it. And this has happened to thousands and thousands of people, tens of thousands actually, I believe, and uh, will probably happen to more people as time goes on because this is like an untested vaccine. It hasn't gone through all the trials that it needs to go through. So who knows what will happen in the long term. So some people are blaming like the nurses and the doctors and saying they're responsible for for all these deaths and whatnot. But I don't necessarily agree with that because they've just been brainwashed into this system. They go through this these universities, they go through all of these courses, the thousands of hours of training that it takes to become a medical professional, and it's just all this this indoctrination sponsored by the pharmaceutical industry. And if you fucking step out of bounds a little bit, if you challenge the, the authority, the teacher, the professor, 
um, the place you work for, you you get attacked for it. So it's you can't really blame these nurses and stuff just because like it's just most people aren't very fucking inquisitive and uh, they don't really look into things. And um, that's just the way it is. So to compare what um, nurses and doctors are doing to like, you know, saying they're going to be up for some Nuremberg style trials. I don't think that's a, I think that's a false equivalency there because they're just doing what they're told. And unfortunately that's the fucking society we live in where if somebody in authority tells you to do something, you just go along and do it. You don't even ask questions. Um, I read a book once about, I don't know, it was like some psychology type of book. And it was talking about nurses in hospitals and how when a doctor tells them to prescribe or to, to give a certain medication to a patient, uh, they just automatically do it without even thinking. Even if the medication that they tell the nurse to give to the patient is completely wrong and will actually do harm to the patient, the nurse will do it anyways just because she doesn't want to get uh, reprehended is that a word? Reprehended? Uh, she doesn't want to get fucking bitched at by the doctor, you know? So so uh, they did these experiments where they, like, told these nurses to administer this, this medication to this patient. And th- this was like a controlled uh, trial thing, so it was a whole scientific fucking process. And uh, they did it where w- the doctor wasn't even in the room. It wasn't even someone that she worked for. They, like called on the phone and said they were a doctor from this and that place and said, give this patient um, this amount of this drug. And due to the, the nurse's training, she knew, she should have known at least, that this drug would like kill this patient. But she gave the patient the drug anyways, like like 99% of the time of all the nurses that they um, tested, they all did this. And... That's just the the way that our um, medical industry is structured to where it's not the like good doctors who actually think for themselves and figure things out. It's not like fucking House or any of these medical shows you see on TV. It's just people following orders, man. And um, obviously there's good doctors, good nurses, and there's bad ones too. But the system in which they're created rewards this um, almost robotic response in people instead of the the critical thinking response. And that's society as a whole. You know, that's just the way we're fucking taught to be through our school system. And it's all intentional, and it's all so we could arrive at the place where we're at now, which is complete fucking people who can't even fucking think. And you're not allowed to question anything. You're just supposed to listen to the experts and the experts know everything. Don't ask fucking questions. Shut the fuck up, slave. Just do what you're told. And uh, that's the world we live in. But in lighter news, <laughs> there's still good things happening, such as big Gorilla Nems. He just dropped a new album. Uh, and uh, here's, here's a single off of that called Bing Bong. Love Nems, man. He's just one of those guys. He just talks fucking shit. And uh, he sounds cool doing it. So check it out. Nems. The Mozzie Way. We back. Matter of fact, I'm back. 
Dola. Who want what? Fix your motherfucking face, stupid. This that big gorilla shit, but it ain't babe, stupid. We outside getting cake, stupid. Fuck the first night. Why you took her on a date, stupid? Ask her how my dick tastes, stupid. Fucking bozo. You got a shit face, stupid. You a bit late, stupid. In Times Square, handing out your mixtapes, stupid. I'll frisbee that shit The people fuck with me Cause I live what I spit Ask about me, Duke I've been with the shits Head cracked Then I hit him with trips Fuck you I hold the grip With the villain stare Everything I rock Got the G on it With gorilla hair FYL brand That shit made me a millionaire Been outside for years And we still in here Still in this motherfucker Bing bong Little dusty motherfucker You got ringworm I run the whole shit you just an intern. I'm the king of New York. You Lawrence Fishburne. Fuck out of here. We outside. Bing bong. Little dusty motherfucker. You got ringworm. I run this whole shit. You just an intern. Don't give me a duck. I'm the king of New York. You Lawrence Fishburne. Fuck out of here, Larry. Watch your motherfucking mouth, stupid dummy. Before I show you what I'm about, stupid. You talk money, but you sleeping on the couch, stupid. You ain't make it till you bought your mom's a house, stupid. I did it. You better go another route, stupid. Right hook, one strike, and you out, stupid. In the hospital over some clout, stupid. Popping them bottles, now you got gout, stupid. They about to cut off your limbs. I'm laughing at you on the block. No socks with some Tims. Got the whole gang rocking with Nims. Fuck out of here, you still shot. And I'm all about profit How you feel good watching another man's pocket Stop it, before I take your bitch, go in her fucking guts And I'll dump your life savings into a fucking dutch Like it's nothing Bing bong Little dusty motherfucker, you got ringworm I run this whole shit, you just an intern I'm the king of New York, you Lawrence Fishburne And your gold team for fake Bing bong Little dusty motherfucker, you got ringworm I run this whole shit, you just an intern I'm the king of New York, you Lawrence Fishburne Larry Love Ay 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 You Lawrence Fishburne Fucking Morpheus ass motherfucker Yep. What you, what you know about that? Stupid. Fucking stupid. <laughs> I guess ridiculous. Ay, ay, ay. So, with the coming vaccine mandates and making everybody have to get a vaccine, and that's the only option, it's the only way we can get through this. Obviously, there's going to be a few bad apples who decide they're going to try to find some way around it. And people have been making fake vaccine cards. And uh, people aren't happy about that. There's going to be consequences. There's going to Senate be Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is calling for law enforcement to crack down on fake vaccine cards sold online. He also wants the Justice Department to prioritize cases involving the cards. The feds have to step up their efforts to ameliorate this problem before it gets worse. The Department of Justice must ensure the fraud cases are prosecuted to the full extent of the law. 
And starting today, New York becomes the first city in the nation to require proof of vaccination for indoor activities. That includes entertainment venues, gyms, and indoor dining. Ooh, can't go to a restaurant without your vaccine card in uh, New York over there. And actually, I think it's something even more involved than just a vaccine card. It's like they're going to have to verify it with a government-issued ID and uh, just all of this bullshit. Fucking nuts. And uh, San Francisco is implementing a, a similar a similar thing that might even be worse than what's going on in New York. And, it, of course, it's going to follow in many other places as well. Fuck them. Fuck them, dude. I'm not going there. I've been to New York, been to San Francisco. I'll probably still go to SF. I'm sure there'll be some uh, little pizza joint where they'll give you a slice without having to shoot you up with some shit. <laughs> Fucking amazing, dude. You see people there taking a shit in the middle of the street. It's the most unsanitary, dirty, disgusting place ever. <laughs> beautiful. It can be beautiful, but it's so poorly run by the government. And then they have the nerve to tell you that you have to get a vaccine to to uh, eat food there. So, very strange. So, you got Chuck Schumer. Amy Schumer's like grandpa. Amy Schumer, that comedian who's not funny. He's uh wants some consequences. Uh, let's see. A pharmacist in Chicago has been arrested for allegedly selling COVID vaccination cards on eBay. Prosecutors say the suspect sold 125 of the cards for $10 each. She's charged with a dozen counts of theft of government property. If convicted, he could face 120 years in prison. <laughs> Dude, isn't that amazing? He had 125 vaccine cards that he sold for $10 a piece. So let's do some math here. $1,250. After uh, eBay takes their cut, maybe he's got like a grand. I'm not sure how much they take. I've never sold anything on eBay. But uh, he doesn't even get all the money. And uh, if convicted, he could face up to 100 years in prison. Okay. That's just some scare tactics bullshit. But that's hilarious. Wow. That is just, that's great. Very strange. So I have a friend who... uh, her and her husband, boyfriend, whatever. They've been traveling. They went and traveled a bunch, like all through Europe and stuff. And they've been going to Mexico and whatnot. And they're they're woke. They know what's up. Not woke in a mean way. Being woke or awake used to be like a pos- have a positive connotation. And uh used to mean you know knew what was going on and shit. And now it's now it's like you're brainwashed and like super PC and liberal and just weird. Um, but that's not what I mean. I just mean they're logical people who know what's going on. And, uh, they were able to travel around and do all kinds of stuff without ever getting the vaccine. So there are still people who, uh, are able to travel around without getting it. It's just, you know, you got to get tested a bunch and, and do all that bullshit, which I've still yet to get tested, uh, for COVID-19. I've never done it. And I'm fucking very skeptical of that test too. They shove that thing up your nose, like next to your brain. What are they? What kind of microchip you putting in my brain with that thing? I don't know about all that. Uh, I got another clip about vaccine cards and uh, what's going on with that. They're very worried about this. You know, it's a big problem. Arrests connected to fake vaccination cards are on the rise. In California, this man was taken into custody after Ooh. allegedly selling fakes in his bar. And many look like the real thing. The one on the right here is fake. The FBI told us that it is cracking down. It's about 
um, criminal activity that could possibly hurt someone else. You know, you didn't get the shot. You shouldn't be carrying around the card. The market for fake cards, which sell for as much as $1,500, is growing as more businesses and institutions require proof that you are vaccinated. 3,000 fakes from China were seized in Tennessee in the last several months. On the encrypted app Telegram, there are currently 2,500 active sellers around the world. That's a number that's going up. Mark Ostrovsky's company, Checkpoint Software, looked into it. Not only is that number of groups going up, but also the number of followers that are, are, are part of that group is also going up. And that's where we see even a larger increase, almost 600 percent. With more than 700 colleges and universities now requiring proof of vaccination, some returning students are cheating the system and putting lives in danger. And Jeff joins us now. So is it hard for the FBI to track down these counterfeiters? Well, the people selling these fake vaccination cards, they are being bold or they're operating out in the open online. And that's why investigators say it's like child's play tracking them down. And they are operating in almost every continent. And so investigators say that it's not just the sellers who are uh, committing a crime here. It is also the people who are buying these fake vaccination cards. $1,500 for a card. That's right. When the vaccine's for free. (laughs) Yeah, the choice is obvious. $1,500 for a card. The vaccine is free, you idiots. So, yeah, very strange, strange times, huh? Fake vaccine cards. You know, maybe eventually if they make it so you can't do anything without a vaccine, maybe I'll consider getting one of these. But uh, at this point, if if they require me to have a vaccine to go somewhere, I'm just not going to go. I don't even like being around most people. Like I've, I realized that yesterday and the day before when I was just completely alone in the mountains. Like I was like, dude, this is nice. And I was thinking of all of the bullshit that's been happening the past year and a half, two years, and just all the fear and the propaganda and the just the violation of human rights and um and just the the mind control, you know, like all the weird things we've been subjected to in the constant onslaught of just propaganda and and fear-based mind control and I was out there like looking at these beautiful mountains and just thinking, man, none of that shit is real. Like it's all just about controlling Everyone. And that's that's what it is, man. And that that's totally what this fucking thing is about. And it's crazy to like when you leave society for a minute, even if it's only for a day, even if it's only for like a couple hours and you just sit there where it's still and silent and you're just with yourself and you just think, man. None of that shit is even real. Like this society and all this shit we live in and all these roles we play. It's just all made up. It's just all this game that we're playing in. And uh, it's just very strange, you know, how uh, these displays that are put on to fuck with us. And uh, that's all that TV is. That's all that the news is. It's taken over social media. I mean, social media was designed for that in the first place. Um, It's all just theater. It's all theater. It's meant to fucking fuck with your head and make it seem like you are not this this awesome 
spiritual being with infinite potential. They're trying to cram you into a little box and make it seem like you're just this disease-carrying vermin who has no rights and should actually just exterminate themselves because it would help the planet. <laughs> this is uh this is this is what we're led to believe and it's so wrong and it's such bullshit. And these are like the s- kind of similar conclusions you'll come to when you do um psychedelics like if you do LSD or, or mushrooms or something like that maybe mescaline or, or peyote I haven't done those I would like to if you got the hookup hit me up um but it's just you it's just so weird the fucking world we live in is so weird ay 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 I'm just glad there's no omega variant yet or is there what about uh an omega variant is there any evidence of another variant that is in fact by data proven to be significantly deadlier than anything we've seen yet? Not yet. Uh, We're certainly watching this across the world. Uh, NIH has a vigorous effort, actually in partnership with industry called TRACE, where every new variant gets quickly looked at to see what its effect would be on vaccines and on monoclonal antibodies. So far, we're looking okay, but I worry about the uh, omega strain, as you're calling it also, especially with so many people being infected right now. That's where those mutations arise. So, of course... They already got the Omega variant planned. Already, they're, It's already ready to be released and shit. Just putting the finishing touches on it in the lab. And we'll let it out like November, maybe October, end of October. And uh, a little Halloween variant for the kids, for the children. The Omega variant. And of course, you're going to need another shot. Going to need another booster. That's what they're calling it. So so what what's happening is they're finding that these vaccines aren't effective. Because... They don't, they don't fucking work. I mean, simply put, they don't work the way they said that they would work. And let's throw aside all of the harmful side effects and people dying from it and all that shit. And let's just get down to the cold hard fact that they don't fucking work. So they keep saying that you got to get another one. You got one jab. Ah, oh, that wasn't enough. You got to get another one. You got to top it off. And then uh, now they're saying, shit, you got to get a third one. And but they're but they're saying uh, this isn't to make you like fully vac. So supposedly, if you have two, you're fully vaccinated, right? But now they're saying you got to get a booster. And it used to just be a third shot, but then I think they found out that it was more uh, palatable to the public to say a booster. So you just need a booster now because they don't want to admit that the vaccines don't fucking work, right? So uh, now everyone's got to get a booster. And I'm sure once the Omega variant comes out, you know, you're going to have to get another booster. And you're still, you still have to wear your mask. And you still have to social distance. And all of this bullshit. And it's like, dude, it's so fucking mind-boggling to uh, think about how people can't see through this. And that's how you know that what we're dealing with is just genuine fucking trauma-based, like, MK Ultra style mind control times a thousand because there's so many different avenues to uh, infect you with this propaganda and this indoctrination. It's fucking everywhere, dude. Can't go to a store. You can't walk into a public place, into a place of business without being reminded that we're in a pandemic. There's all these stickers on the fucking windows, on the walls, on the counter, on the fucking ground. Uh, it's everywhere on TV, on your phone, and you can't escape it. So we should all be very afraid and get more vaccines. Uh, 
<laughs> but then you listen to people like the 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 White House press secretary, Jen Psaki, and then she says things like this. See if you catch it. About why it's important to get vaccinated, why these vaccines are safe, why uh, they can still kill you even if you are under the age of 27. We need to be clear and direct about our messaging. Did you hear that? So she's talking about she's trying to promote the vaccine and say and and give us reasons why we should get it. And then listen to what she says here right in the middle. About why it's important to get vaccinated, why these vaccines are safe, why uh, they can still kill you Boom. even if you are under the age of 27. We need to be clear and direct about our messaging. <laughs> oh, man. The truth wants to come out. It really, really does. The vaccine can still kill you. Why don't you just get it? It can still kill you. <laughs> the vaccine can still kill you. Oh, man, there's so many examples of people doing that, confusing uh, vaccine with virus or, oh, Jesus, it's just pretty funny. Um, anyways, I'm sick of talking about COVID. Fuck COVID. I'm fucking sick of it. It's bullshit. I'm actually, dude, if they keep doing this here, like where I'm at, I'm I'm down to move somewhere else. We'll see. Uh, this dude, Millie's. He's a rapper. He's got a lot of swag. Loves his money. Just came out with an album. This is a song he did with Jada Kiss. Check it out. I don't lie my music. I'm an open button. Called Hopeless. Time I do this shit with no hook. Just let it spill for real. Hey, look. Crushing up this X pill. Think about my next thrill. Rope it down for 15, but he catching wreck still. I just cut my side joint, so now I got one less bill. Moving up the first class, I wonder how that jet feels. Disrespected by they last off, I probably curve the next deal. I'm from where they still pop them, even though it's press pills. A lot of rappers richer than me did the shit with less skill. So I know I could get on quicker if I kept it less real. Going through the motions, pour a triple shot of something. Used to bag up in my mama's bathroom with the water running. With Joe Wilson in the lobby, I would post up like I'm drumming. Homicide was at my door with subpoenas getting summoned me and dada in that central busting moves out with stone off the exit 36 like the ounces in a brick and the bitty got some blood homies and i fuck with crips fans will put you in that blender don't get caught up in the mix because they'll have you in the tank next to junkies getting sick replace the bus down and put shackles on your wrist where them diamonds go the jeweler won't give you half of what you spent in your pockets but you coming up with lint don't make no sense say a prayer for me i'm feeling hopeless all I know, I'm fed up with this broke shit. My PTSD way too much to cope with. On probation, but I gotta make I used to think about my life like it didn't matter. Risk my freedom, roll the dice like it didn't matter. Blew my last on some ice like it didn't matter. Made the same mistake twice like it didn't matter. Yeah. I put it in the air, I blow it, I don't throw it. I'm from where if you really got it, you don't show it. Crack spoken word or either the dope poet. And even if you know, if they ask you, you don't know it. See me, I'm from the put-in-work era I was sliding way before the syrup and perk era All you gotta do is hit the switch and it work better They say when you get right up on them, it hurt better I ain't gotta up it, cause I don't ever tuck it So any funny moves in this bitch, I'ma buck it Real niggas in the room, that's who I'ma fuck with That's why I'm probably stuck with what I'm stuck with All I know is shit is real, it be hard to focus Niggas that know everything always be the brokest It's crazy how you could get rich off one dope flip but say a prayer for me, I'm feeling hopeless. Damn. Say a prayer for me, I'm feeling hopeless. All I know, I'm fed up with this broke shit. My PTSD way too much to cope with. On probation, but I gotta make I used this to think flip. about my life like it didn't matter. Risk my freedom, roll the dice like it didn't matter. Blow my last on some ice like it didn't matter. 
Made the same mistake twice like it didn't matter, yeah story or is it that sounded like it i fuck with millies dude you know i I branch out sometimes listen to some other shit it's pretty lyrical though i like it it's cool jada kiss classic you know he cool ah so uh done with covid fuck covid i'm sick of it what covid uh there's way funner stuff happening like afghanistan What's going on in Afghanistan? I'm no expert. I know that 9-11 was an inside job. I know that 19 terrorists didn't fly those fucking airplanes into those buildings. I don't even think there was airplanes. I'm at that point. I've gone down that fucking rabbit hole. I'm I'm deep in this motherfucker. So uh, that's where I'm at. We never should have been there in the first place, obviously. Fuck George Bush. Fuck Obama. Fuck Biden. Fuck Trump. Nobody fucking left. It's all some CIA bullshit behind the scenes, stealing all the heroin, killing a bunch of people, making the military industrial complex filthy rich. It's all a bunch of bullshit. And that typically is uh, what wars are. The government lies to the people in order to justify an invasion, such as what happened in Afghanistan, like what happened in Iraq. They kill hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, displace millions, fucking steal all their resources and all that shit, leave the place in shambles and leave. And tell them that they brought them freedom. So it's all bullshit. It's always has been. Always has been. Always will be. But now, uh, apparently we're finally leaving. Got all the heroin. And uh, it's time to go. And uh, <laughs> and that's that, dude. Fucking everyone's pissed off at Biden saying that he's like a quitter or whatever. And it's like Biden's trying to blame Trump. But it's like Biden was fucking Joe or Obama's vice president for eight years. They didn't never get out of Afghanistan. So like, who's who's really to blame, right? It's just this finger pointing game they do. Uh, but luckily, while we were down there, we were able to do some good work with regards to Afghan women's studies. Left-wing academics in the U.S. have used the developing world as a laboratory to test their theories about how societies ought to be ordered but aren't. Over time, they've constructed a parallel government of NGOs that work alongside our Pentagon and our State Department, as well as with the United Nations, to impose radical social engineering projects on the world's poorest people who have no say in the matter. Over the past 20 years, for example, Congress has allocated close to a billion dollars to export academic feminism to Afghanistan. Where'd that money go? Well, it went to programs like a two years master's degree in gender and women's studies offered at Kabul University, something Afghans apparently never knew they needed. Another U.S. government effort, meanwhile, funded, quote, activities that educate and engage Afghan men and boys to challenge gender stereotypes. Right. They weren't doing that enough. And of course, always and everywhere, our leaders enforce the most American of all cultural exports, affirmative action. American-funded gender advisors demanded that women compromise at least 10% of the Afghan National Army and a still larger proportion of that country's political leadership. Thanks to American-imposed gender quotas, dozens of women ultimately were installed as representatives in Afghan's parliament. How'd that work? Well, the whole thing was a sham, as always. In fact, many of these new female legislators had never been to the provinces they claimed to represent. Almost nobody in Afghanistan liked any of this, by the way, and why would they? 
Why would they indeed? I don't know anyone here that likes it, except brainwashed fucking idiots who always have an opinion on things they know nothing about and have no clue about history or what's really going on. Typically tends to be the um, the gender study crowd. So imagine going to a place where they practice Sharia law for thousands of years. You go in there, you invade, kill a bunch of people, steal all their heroin, and then you and then you tell them that, tell them about feminism. Then you preach the feminist fucking gospel to them. What the fuck are these people thinking? Honestly, you really thought that would work, dude? Just amazing, absolutely amazing. You know what I think for the Taliban? Good for them. Fucking go for it, man. They can't do any worse of a job than what the Americans did over there. Fuck it, dude. I fucks with the Taliban. They're all right. They're just trying to live. Heard they've been raping boys and shit. I don't really agree with that. Actually, you know what? I think I just read an article about that, too, and I uh, I believe it was this um little raping of little boys and shit was taking place more under the American occupation than it was uh, under the Taliban. They outlawed that shit. Who knows? Who knows what the truth is? But, um... They said fuck feminism. <laughs> I know that. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny that they thought um, that they would, you know, allocate a billion dollars towards that and get Hillary Clinton involved and shit like she gives a fuck. <sighs> what a weird time to be alive. But gender studies is out. Uh, they're back to the same old same. I don't think women get treated very nicely in Afghanistan, but I don't know. I've never been there. Maybe they're cool with it. You know, that's what this says in the Quran. I don't know. Then again, I've never read that book. So so let's hear from this guy. Apparently his family had some sort of farm in Afghanistan. <laughs> I don't know, because he sounds British as fuck. He doesn't sound like an Afghani. And he talks about how when the Taliban took power, they eradicated all of the poppy fields, which is what is used to create opium, which is what is used to create heroin. Now, there was there's a lot of money in heroin. There always has been. And that's what a lot of prominent, you know, like Illuminati-type families made their money in the Chinese heroin trade a few hundred years ago. And it's always been big business. But um, in recent years, a lot of this shit was coming from Afghanistan. But when the Taliban took over... They outlawed it. They burnt all of the opium fields. And uh, there was harsh repercussions for anybody who was trying to grow the poppy. Now, when the Americans took over, they reestablished production of poppies and uh, set up all the opium fields again. And fucking business was booming. Good for the pharmaceutical industry. Good for the CIA, who uses that to fund their black projects and uh, their underground cities and all that bullshit. Fucking flying saucers and shit, if you really want to go there. Who knows? But we know that illegal the illegal drug trade, the CIA runs it. They're in cahoots with the Mexican cartels. And uh, it's fucking huge business. Billions and billions, if not trillions of dollars in illegal drugs. And a lot of this shit was coming from uh, from Afghanistan. So the Taliban outlawed it. It was hitting their pockets pretty hard. We go in there and invade. And by theirs, I mean uh, the pharmaceutical industries, which is all tied with the government and the intelligence agencies and all that shit. Um, So America goes in, we fuck up the Taliban, throw them out of power, uh, instill our puppet dictators or whatever, 
And we start growing heroin again and, and make a bunch of money. Now the Taliban is going to do the same thing again where they um, outlaw heroin. And this guy's pissed about it. And listen, there's a little clue he gives in here about uh, that, that CIA fucking drug connection. Let's go to Yasser in Surrey. Yasser, you've also got family in Afghanistan. How are you feeling this afternoon? Yeah, hi, mate. Um, yeah, just really sad about everything that's happening over there. But, um, but the main point is, there's farmers out there. You know, my family are farmers. And what happened over the last 20 years was, when the Taliban were last in, we couldn't make as much money from farming poppies as we have been doing over the last 20 years since the, Afghan, uh, since the Taliban were kicked out. Mm. Now, what those poppies are used for, we don't really care. None of my family care. But it was allowed, we were allowed to grow poppy fields. Yeah, right. fields and fields of it and make right. a lot of money from that. Now, what's happening now is they're going to come in and burn all the fields. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? What do you think? Well, these are the poppies that are used for opium and heroin. So many people listening to this will say, well, it's a good thing. It might mean that the supply of those drugs falls. But what you're saying is that's your family's livelihoods. That's the food on their table. Yeah, so although although it looks like they're doing a good thing, there's, sort of, you know, there's not a lot because it's, it's a bit of a small market out there. There's only a few families that are allowed to grow them. Mm. But they, they're going to basically shut down those families and not let, you know, I think when they were last in, they reduced the heroin export to 2%. And when the Americans came in, it went up to 200%. You know, there were Chinook helicopters flying out. We were, you know, we were making a lot of money then. But now it just seems to be that they're going to come in, take over, not let anyone grow poppies. And, well, it's you not know, just poppies, is it? Yeah, so they're not going to let women teach. So did you hear what he said at the end there? He, he talks about how his family is uh, dependent on farming this uh, these poppies. That's the only way they can make money. He doesn't care, you know, if people die from it or whatever. And he's pissed that the Taliban is going to come fuck up his, his family heroin business. Now, <laughs> they says once the Americans came in, fucking business was booming. It was up 200%. And there was Chinook helicopters flying away with their poppies, with their opium. Who flies Chinook helicopters? I don't think the UPS does. I don't think... uh, It's the fucking military, dude. The military runs the whole drug trade. The CIA and the military. Whatever, like, it's all... They're all in cahoots. And it's all um, this this, uh, secret cabal that controls the drug trade. Think about... Think about the surveillance capabilities that the government has. And all the shit they know... Through your phone, through your fucking TV, through your Xbox, through all there's all these different ways to spy on you and to listen to you. And trust me, they're utilizing all of them. They have supercomputers and artificial intelligence and things, technology beyond our wildest imagination that is capable of analyzing all of our conversations, where we go, what we do, fucking who we talk to, all this shit. If, if they wanted to stop the use of illegal drugs, it wouldn't exist. There would be no drug addicts. There would be no crack. There would be no coke. There'd be no fucking heroin. There'd be no fentanyl. There'd be fucking none of this shit. So it, they're not stopping it for a reason. It, the reason why is because they control it. This is how they make their money. And it's always been this way. And it's just another avenue to um for power because... For one thing, people who are addicted to drugs, they're not like, they're not going to overthrow the government. <laughs> they're too like, 
they're drug addicts. So they're kind of fucking low life types of people. They don't, they're not very motivated. Um, they just want to get high. So uh, it, it's just crazy, man, the, to like see the world for what it is. I think most people just can't do that. And there's a movie about this where it like, says it so blatantly. And it's, it's a true story. The fucking uh, American Gangster with Denzel Washington. He's like uses the army to like export all of this heroin. But at that time, that's when we were in Vietnam. That's when we were all involved in Southeast Asia and bombing the shit out of those countries and taking the drugs from there and and fucking the women and and doing all that shit. That place still ain't recovered, man. I went there. Cambodia and Laos. And Laos is where, that's the golden triangle. That's where all the heroin came from. That place is fucked. The most bombed country on the face of the earth. And we weren't even at war with them. But let's listen to some Decca. Uh, one of my, an, an artist I really like. Check him out. Let me know what you think. I need to walk through the pale light that occupies the world. And believe it when a drop of blood says, listen, paradise is never far away. And simpler than you think it, think it, think it. Think we have the feeling we are getting nowhere. The warnings passed unnoticed. Live from the snake pit, equipped with free will to twist fate with Dwarfed by the towers we build, let's switch places Ever since I quit the day shift, my vision's LASIK They give a man a shovel and pick to dig his grave with The cruel subterfuge fuels to fuel hatred by the state sock puppets and pundits with two faces God has at each other's throats, father for the same tricks Facing earth's birth pangs and tectonic place shifts She gyrates, I watch her shake like jello mold Walk across oceans, hopscotch, arc the goals well disposed to tell tales seldom told about worlds within worlds that can't be seen through your telescopes if not the sacred you can mold it how you see fit strip mine the globe record the double helix split atoms in half reduce men to lab rats and open up a pandora's box some other secrets Plaguing rolls, plugging holes in the sinking ship. Ill-equipped to wield the power at our fingertips. Whoa. Confronted by a diamond back in the wilderness. That offered me the global village on a silver dish. I declined, said I won't be pushed. Filed, stamped, indexed, brief, debriefed, or numbered bottom line. Divided by design, find peace of mind. In the broken promised land where the blind lead the blind. The show's coming to a close. Told what the future holds. Soul shedding human clothes. Pulled from the crucible. A head full of Dreams, a heart wrapped in razor wire Throwing snakes in the stomach as a lake of fire When I was young, my hands slipped off the highest rung I prepped the chemicals for liftoff and life begun A fist-sized knot, fresh dip, extra dapper Slider glass, slipper on and live happy ever after Tell the second chapter About the light trapped inside the flesh And wolves running wild in the shepherd's pasture Running from the violent flames and the hunger pangs Cleansed in the fire, baptized by the summer rain Heads hung in chain, faces in our palms purge What no longer serves, hatchlings turn to songbirds And try to paint a picture of a world beyond words On terra firma only love conquers monsters Playing roles, plugging holes in the sinking ship Ill-equipped to wield the power at our fingertips Confronted by a diamond back in the wilderness That offered me the global village on a silver dish I declined, said I won't be pushed Filed, stamped, indexed, brief, debriefed Or numbered bottom line, divided by the Find peace of mind in the broken promised land where the blind lead the blind. Tell us your 
Be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Ah, yes. A little bit different from Millie's, huh? A little different from Nam's, too. But special in his own right. So, what else? Ah, dude, I had this whole fucking rant I was going to go on after when we were talking about gender studies. And it was just about feminism and kind of my opinions and thoughts on it. And uh, I was thinking about this yesterday as well. And I I was just thinking, like, instances in my own life where I had tried to get people together to like do something, whether it was like a party or, uh, you know, to help out with something or whatever. And it's like, nobody fucking responds. Nobody cares. And I'm talking about like my dude friends mostly. And then I think about like the instances where there was like a girl involved who we're friends with or, or somebody and then she tells people to do shit, and then, like, everyone's down. You know what I'm saying? It's like, the things that guys will do for girls is just infinitely exceeds what they'll do for other guys. Even if there's no prospect of them getting any pussy or anything like that, they'll still bend over backwards for these bitches, man. And not to say all girls are bitches, but uh, it's hella true. And it's fucking, it, like, I just came to this realization. I was like, dude. That's uh that's what it is, man. Um and this is a just something that's ingrained in us in our DNA to want to impress women and to like to just cater to them and do what they want because I think it's just has to do with the the urge to reproduce cuz that's like the ultimate goal of life, right? Sex and all that stuff. And um this is a psychological tendency that has been exploited by the ruling elite. And an example of this was World War I. And before World War I, actually during it, uh, the United States wasn't involved in World War I because we had no business over there. We, like, we, didn't, we didn't have any business there. There was no reason to get involved in a European war. We were an isolationist country at that time. Like, those were the days, right? Could you imagine? Now we got thousands and thousands of bases all over the world get involved in every fucking conflict. But back then, uh, America stick to America. We were, like, worried about our own shit. We had our own stuff going on. And we were not nearly as powerful as we are today. Um but we were cool with that. We were just like farming and fucking slaving away in, in sweatshops and everyone was racist and it was, you know, that's just how it was. And the the people, the powers that be or the powers that were at that time, this you know, and now the powers that be are descendants of that group. That's how it works. But um, they wanted to get involved in this war, but the the approval of the American public wasn't there. Um, they knew if America got involved, it would totally change things, um, and it would work to their benefit. They would make a lot of money, and it would, you know, further their ultimate goal. But they couldn't get the approval of the American public. So the way that they did this was they hired ah this fucking guy, dude. What is his name? Propaganda book. 
Edward Bernays. They hired Edward Bernays, um, who was the author of this book, Propaganda. He's also the nephew of the the famous uh, psychoanalyst Sigmund Freud, who fathered fucking psychology and shit. Um, so he knew how the human mind worked. He knew how to manipulate people, and he knew how to create propaganda to get. So, so he was charged with the task of getting public approval to go into World War One, and the way he did this was through appealing to women and specifically targeting women with the propaganda and making it making it so the girls wouldn't like the dudes unless the dudes went and fought, like like calling guys cowards, making it seem to the women that the men who didn't want to get involved in the war were just cowards and they were like pussies. So like, why would they, I don't want to fuck you. You're a, you won't even go fight that war, you fucking little bitch. So like, that's basically, um, the, what, what was like brainwashed into the women. And they did this through like the popular magazines at the time, uh, that were centered towards women. So they would put these like military advertisements into these old magazines that women read. And since women are psychologically programmed to react based based off of emotions and uh, things like that, that's just how they are. It's just how the fucking brain works in girls. It's the feminine urge. It's more creative. It's more um, emotional. So they would have this emotional urge to like, tell the dudes to go fight. So in order to get the men to sign up for the army to go and fight in World War One, the propagandists actually targeted the women. Isn't that interesting how that works? And it's still used today. And the feminist movement and just getting men to, to um, well, to, to become transgender, that's like a the big movement with that, the LGBTQ fucking... XYZ fucking movement. Um, it's just, it's all like this same group using similar tactics for for a goal that is not going to work to our benefit. The, the attack on masculinity under the guise of feminism, under the guise of uh, like female equality, it's just not true. And like, but it, but it, we're so heavily brainwashed into it, and it's what they teach in the schools. It's everywhere in TV and movies, and in like the government. If you, I don't know if you saw that TikTok fucking thing where like the White House had this TikTok influencer, like this this younger gay dude, like very feminine gay dude, who was like walking around the fucking White House, hanging out with Jen Psaki, like sitting at the fucking you know, in her desk and shit and like doing these White House activities like he worked there. And it was just the most bizarre thing. And it was very odd. And you're like, what the hell is going on here? And um, just the push for feminism and, and all the different ways that that it's cloaked. It's like a Trojan horse in some ways. And another way this has slipped into society it was through the Black Lives Matter movement. And there's a documentary called Red, White, and Black or something. Uh, it's by Schoon, Curtis Schoon. And uh, you could watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. I would highly recommend watching it. And he examines this issue and he looks at like where the Black Lives Matter movement came from 
and he tries to figure out what their ultimate goal is of this movement. And basically the conclusion that he came to was to feminize black men and get rid of the the fucking like strong masculine like father figure uh in the black community and instead replace them with this like you know the 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 feminist the fucking either gay men gay black men or like some super feminist fucking black power chick who's like I don't know, dude. You could just watch the fucking documentary yourself and have these people say it. Because when I say it, I sound like a fucking dick. But these guys are like, you know, that's their shit. And they know what's up. And um, it's true. So it's just the 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 whole feminism thing, it's not how they make it seem like it's a grassroots natural evolution of society um, to reach a more equal state. It's actually being used as a tool to like destroy society as it is and to bring in this new society which which is like a whole fucking spiritual system a whole like economic system and it, ultimately it's all the fucking new world order that's that's all that we're looking at here you know um but it involves a lot of changes in different aspects of society and and feminism plays a role in that so not to say I don't agree with a lot of the tenets and shit. I think everyone is should be treated equally and all that shit. Obviously, I think uh, girls should be able to have jobs and stuff. But <laughs> I don't know, dude. Some people just take it so far and it's like, what the fuck are you guys talking about, dude? Why is this transgender person reading books to these little kids with her fucking ass out and shit? It's like, it's very strange. And some of the stuff that they claim is women empowerment is just really just vulgar um nasty shit like dude being a slut and not wearing any clothes and twerking in a public place in like a restaurant on the table that's not fucking female empowerment that's being an idiot how would you feel if some guy whipped his dick out and started fucking twirling that shit around while you're trying to eat your foe like dude it's not people don't like that just grow up grow up use your brain there's different ways to, to fight the good fight. Such as these people in New York City. Uh, this is an article from Activist Post. And this has to do with the vaccination requirement to go um, to, into a lot of these businesses in New York. It says, NYC small businesses sue mayor over unduly burdensome vaccination requirement. Good for them. As NYC's first in the U.S. requirement that patrons prove their vaccination status to gain entry to everything from restaurant dining rooms to gyms takes effect, a handful of small business owners in the city are pushing back. A group of small businesses on Staten Island, including Pesticeria Rocco, De Luca's Italian restaurant, and Staten Island's Judo Jiu-Jitsu are suing Mayor Bill de Blasio, insisting that the city's requirement for small businesses to check patrons' vaccination status is unduly burdensome for small businesses. And that's obviously true. Uh, In the suit, which is independent restaurant owners ETAL versus Bill de Blasio, the plaintiffs allege that COVID restrictions have severely and irreparably damaged their businesses, and others throughout the city, which have been struggling to bounce back since Governor Andrew Cuomo lifted all limits in mid-June. Now, 
uh, it goes on to talk a little bit about why the fucking why it was why it's bullshit, you know, to to make people have to get a vaccine to go to gyms and restaurants and entertainment venues. It is bullshit. It is quite irrational. Um, but what they say right there for for the effect that it's having on small businesses in particular, this this is a huge aspect of COVID nineteen that isn't being spoken about much anymore. It's like the focus has been more um, geared towards like the harmful effects of the vaccine, at least in the activist community. But the economic effects and the economic changes that are happening as a result of what's going on with COVID and, and w- how COVID is being used to implement these changes is is very interesting. Now, remember back when when all this stuff first started happening, when the lockdowns first started happening last spring, um, remember there was all of a sudden a cash shortage and a coin shortage. And, and um, we were all supposed to just use our cards and everything was supposed to be digital and nobody had any change to give you. And it was like, okay, what are, there's never been a coin shortage before ever. And now all of a sudden, as soon as COVID hits, there's no more coins. Like what the fuck is going on here? And this is the move towards the cashless society. And it's a restructuring of the economy. And it's it's just for more control is what it is. And it has to do with like the social credit system that they're doing in China. And this is fucking huge. And your vaccine status, it's all going to be a part of it. You know, like you're not going to be able to go places, to travel, to do anything unless your, your little fucking uh, social credit score is all up to date and up to par and you have a a little happy face next to your name or a gold star or whatever they choose to represent it with um so so the attack on small businesses was evident from the get-go and they um you know we saw this when when all of these smaller businesses were forced to shut down they weren't allowed to do business but the big box stores you know Walmart and Target and Walgreens, all these businesses, they didn't lose one fucking day of business. In fact, all of the other business that was funneled out or that was driven out of these small businesses got funneled into these these bigger stores. So small businesses got fucked. And this also has an effect on the banks. And I just listened to um, a really long, complex interview with this this economist who was explaining how this is all leading towards a central bank digital currency controlled by the Federal Reserve. And the purpose of doing this would be like, so so right now, in order to get a loan and to do your banking and your financial shit, you go through the intermediary of, of a bank, like through Wells Fargo or, or, a, or a local credit union that, that you go through. At least in America, this is how it works. And the banks work with the Federal Reserve, which is the central bank, which is owned by some private party that was made in some secret arrangement around the time the Titanic sunk and there's a bunch of fucking conspiracy shit with it. That's how they all control us. But um, you got to go through the banks because they serve as like an intermediary and they they can um, you know, talk to you. Say you want to start a business or something and you need a loan to get everything up and going. Well, you could go to your small local bank or at least you used to be able to and you could talk to them about getting a loan and they would see what's up uh whether or not you are worthy of it and uh they would give you the money 
Well, now with the new system that is uh, trying to be implemented under the guise of COVID, probably using COVID as a distraction, it seems like, um, is this new financial system where everybody will have a direct like connection directly with the Federal Reserve. And um, you're, you're issued like these tokens, kind of similar to Bitcoin. And that's why I also think that all these cryptocurrency things and, and all of the innovations that are taking place with that, all the money that's being made and all the positive things, I think this could come back to bite us in the ass. And, uh, you know, the Federal Reserve comes out and is like, oh, look, we got our own little Bitcoin. And, uh, you know, everyone can have uh, some of our Bitcoin. And people will be like, well, it kind of sounds like, you know, it sounds like Bitcoin, but it's not Bitcoin. It's the fucking Illuminati type of thing, and uh, I don't know, dude. What am I talking about? <sighs> it's a bunch of fucking bullshit is what it is. COVID-19 being used to destroy the economy, destroy small business, replace everything with the fucking corporations, get everyone on the digital fucking dollar, and um, yeah, just complete control. Complete control, because you can't have complete control of the society until you control the little money things that control that control society. So it's of course, um, the economic thing is a huge factor in that, that we need to keep a, a closer eye on. And then in conjunction with that, we got hyperinflation. We have another article here from activist post that says what rental hyperinflation looks like soaring prices, competition, and desperation. Uh, having previously covered the record surge in rents, which represents a dramatic reversal from last year's rental plunge, overnight, Bloomberg did an in-depth look into the rental market and its findings, which won't come as a surprise to anyone, can be summarized as follows. Soaring prices, competition, and desperation, as the bubble facing homebuyers is rapidly spilling over into the rental market. Uh, unlike previous years where the rental frenzy was focused on some of the largest city, this time landlords from Tampa, Florida to Memphis, Tennessee and Riverside, California are jacking up rents at record speeds. And similar to home sales, for each listing, multiple people are applying, forcing some renters to check into hotels while they hunt after losing out too many times. Um, and then it just goes on to explain, you know, going deeper into the statistics and whatnot and... I don't really need to explain this to you because you're a fucking live human being who sees this bullshit. It's crazy how how much more expensive things have gotten recently. I know I've seen it in the town where I live, so um that's inflation, baby. They're just printing all these trillions of dollars. It's not necessarily that, you know, things are getting more expensive. It's just that the money isn't worth shit. It's it really isn't. It's like Damn, it's fucking nuts, bro. <sighs> Actually, let's look at the um get a little uh little cryptocurrency update here. We got Bitcoin been on a little rally, nine point five percent in seven days, up to forty eight thousand six hundred and fifty five bucks a coin. Ethereum not doing so bad itself. Um three thousand two hundred and fifty seven dollars. Cardano been on an absolute fucking terror lately for being one of these top 10 coins. It's making crazy gains, up 38% in seven days. Uh, apparently, they had a big a big um, announcement regarding their smart contracts, which is supposedly a big deal. $2.49 for a Cardano, which like a year ago, 
you could get for like a fucking cent. Let's see. Uh, one year. Yeah, nine cents, October 2020. Ten cents. You know, that's a modest 25, 25x. Fucking crazy, dude. The the gains you can get in some of these um some of these cryptocurrencies. Solano is going fucking nuts up 87% in seven days. Probably gonna keep going. Dogecoin, even, you know, people fuck with the doge. Polkadot, crushing it. Uniswap, shit in the bed like always. I sold my Uniswap. Terra Luna, crushing it as well. 78% up in uh, seven days, up to $29.67. So, gains are to be made. Oh, yeah, remember when I talked about last time about my lizards? Lizards fucking shit the bed. I hope you didn't buy any, according to me. I suck. You know what happened? They were doing so good, and they had all this momentum, and the whole idea behind the lizards was to, uh, they're going to like, you You take three lizards, and then you create a dragon. So they did this whole unveiling of the dragon, like a sneak peek, and then it was just super fucking whack. Like, the dragon looked like shit. It looked like a really poorly done fucking Pokemon. And uh, it just, the price just plummeted, dude, way fucking down. And like, yeah, it went down 50, 75%. But luckily, the developers reached out to the uh, the community. The community gave their input, and everyone was like, what the fuck are you guys doing, man? This shit is terrible. So they went back to the drawing board. They've improved the dragon. I'm still bullish on the lizards. I still have faith in them. I'm I'm too fully invested in them for them to suck. You guys got to fucking make something happen here. But they're really shit in the bed. But hopefully, hopefully something gives. Something's got to give, right? Who thought putting thousands and thousands of dollars into JPEG images would be a bad idea? Actually, dude, the, the money that's being made through NFTs is just absolutely incredible, fucking mind-boggling stuff. Um, and there's some really cool projects, you know, so it's not too late to get into NFTs. Very interesting, fun stuff. I think I'm going to um, do my next album. I'm going to release, like, every song as an NFT as well, just because it sounds fun. Because they got, like, a whole music category. Um, so I'm going to look into doing that. And we'll see what's up. That'd be that'd be kind of tight. I got these one fucking things I bought. There's this project called Parallel, and it's like a some kind of game that's like um I don't even know how to fucking describe it because I don't play those type of card games. I guess it would be comparable to the game uh, Magic: The Gathering, which I never really fucked with. Not really my not my cup of tea. Um, but they there's this this game called Parallel Alpha. And that shit is crazy, dude. Some of these things have sold for like, let's see. It's just popping off, like going nuts. Luckily, I bought a couple of them, so I'm doing all right. Um, I don't know. Supposedly, you're supposed to get a whole deck of these cars, and it seems like people are spending a million fucking dollars just to, uh, just to put their deck together. The highest sold parallel alpha card was 135 Ethereum. So what's 135 times 3,257? Quick. 
I'll tell you that. $439,000. And you know this guy's got a whole deck. And uh, yeah, just interesting stuff. I don't know. Apparently soon you're going to be able to um, play this game. I don't fucking know how it works. Apparently the gaming community um, using NFTs will be like, that's what's going to pop off next. I guess there's huge potential for it. Anyways, or you could just buy some stupid shit and throw all your money away like an idiot. That that definitely happens a lot too. You know, if you don't know much about it, think about it this way. The dollar, the US dollar is nothing is happening to it that's good. If you have $10,000 in the bank a year from now, it's going to be worth much less than $10,000. If you put $10,000 into like Bitcoin, or into Ethereum, or Cardano, or whatever, like, one of these legitimate projects that has a future, and a, and a real community, and a team behind it, and a vision, um, you're going to have a lot more than $10,000, so, it's up to you, I mean, that's, seems like a solid investment strategy to me, uh, what else we got here, did you see the, the video of this robot from Boston Dynamics running around their workshop and like doing backflips and climbing shit and jumping over logs and across boxes and doing all this crazy shit. Kind of, uh, I would recommend, look it up. It's Boston Robotics. Is that what it's called? Boston Dynamics. And it's this like five foot tall humanoid type of robot just running around doing parkour. And it reminds me of iRobot with Will Smith. And these fucking robots that come kill everybody. We're almost there. That would be the icing on the cake. Seems so appropriate that something like that gets released. Um, Alright, let's talk a little bit more about Afghanistan. For um, This is kind of a long article. But I'll, I'll read a little bit and I'll post it. I don't think I'll read the whole thing. But just to get you a bigger, a, a more of an idea of what what's happening there. Um, this is from the Activist Post as well. It says, the Afghanistan exit debacle. Incompetence, distraction, or something more sinister? Op-ed by Brandon Smith. My first instinct... My first instinct has been to ignore the circus surrounding Biden's apparent bungle of troop exit from Afghanistan primarily because I think it distracts from the much bigger danger of despotic COVID mandates and vaccine passports that Biden and his handlers are trying to push forward right now on our home soil. That said, I have received numerous requests from readers to discuss the situation, and I've found certain aspects of the pullout rather suspicious. The basic assumption here is that Biden is senile, and his handling of the exit is tainted by his stupidity. But maybe there is more to this than meets the eye. And I think that's true. I think this Afghanistan thing is a distraction from the fucking tyrannical shit happening right here. Uh, first, I think it's important to dispel a propaganda narrative being calculated by the mainstream narrative, uh, by the mainstream media, <laughs> that conservatives are somehow calling for troops to stay in Afghanistan by criticizing Biden's exit strategy. This is typical leftist gaslighting. One can be in favor of a troop drawdown and still be critical of Biden's handling of it, frankly. The U.S. should have been out of Afghanistan several years ago. They should have never been there in the first place. I don't think that's too much to ask that there be a concrete plan in place to mitigate damage to those people who relied on our presence to protect them from the Taliban. 
It was Barack Obama who first promised an exit from Afghanistan in 2014 while claiming that the combat mission was over. This, of course, never happened, and the political left ignored Obama's deception in favor of the progressive savior narrative. To be fair, the Trump administration did the exact same thing, platforming the idea of a major drawdown or a full exit and then, insti- and then instituting troop surges instead. But at least conservatives were far more critical of his backpedaling. Trump finally committed to troop reductions in 2020, with most of the assets relocated after the November election, leaving 2,500 military personnel in Afghanistan, along with 17,000 private contractors. The real shock has been the speed of Biden's exit agenda after Trump had already moved the bulk of U.S. troops. This rapid drawdown has included cutting almost all U.S. troops and cutting private contractor numbers by at least 60%, and all of this has been undertaken in the span of a few months. This has allowed the Taliban to overrun the last secure provinces surrounding the capital of Kabul and then overrun Kabul itself. A panic has ensued among Afghan citizens with anti-Taliban sentiments, and it's hitting a fever pitch with hundreds of thousands looking for a way to escape. So the shit's hitting the fan. Uh, It has been the common practice of multiple U.S. administrations to pay lip service to to public concerns over the endless war in Afghanistan, telling people an exit is imminent, then shrugging their shoulders when they are caught lying. It has become so formulaic that I think Americans have been conditioned to expect we would never actually leave the country, that the false promises would go on perpetually. Perhaps that's why Biden's rushed and haphazard removal of troops from the region over the span of mere months feels so bizarre. I'm not going to read all this. It's a lot. But how about this? Remember that fucking video of these all these Afghani people running next to this this big uh this big airplane, Air Force plane? It looks like they're happily running to me. It looks like they're celebrating. Like get the fuck out of here. And then you saw the video of uh everyone clinging to the to the airplane supposedly and then they're falling off and splattering on the uh on the tarmac there. Who knows? Who knows if any of this shit's real? Who knows, man? Honestly. And I'll leave it there with those words of wisdom. Who knows? Who knows, man? Come on, man. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll be back. Uh, I'm going to do these more frequently. Sorry for the delay. Uh, Yeah, thanks a lot for listening. You can help me out by visiting homagelionkiller.com. Supporting. Check out the music. Tell a friend. Do what you got to do. Send you off with some more Zion Eye. This time featuring Locksmith. Peace out. Dark nights and moonlights is session we don't see clear but hear the earth's questions. Extensions of universal cause, we seek balance against all odds. Greet a new day, peace and blessings. We all release unique essence. The culture freedom sees different. Here's a new day, thanks and praise. Was born in freedom, not cages. Release the speech for new ages. Riders of that new pair, horse of course they seek kill. Spirits are on sale, auction. Blocks the parking lot, propaganda pop. Got the mind and not locked. Better than we still don't get it on. Uh. Co-op the culture, get ready. Uh. 
parasitic living for a lifestyle Go and get it just a puppet spitting tripe now It's money over conscience, bitches When everything is nonsense, vicious Define the man, the myth, switches I hit Be a gangster pimp with no visions, a cinch Sell the hell, we all live in a pinch You stuck, don't care, we all fell in the ditch I guess the game's cold, vicious Don't care for your brothers or sisters, it's business Greet a new day, peace and blessings We all release unique essence The culture, freedom, sees different It's a new day, thanks and praise We're born of freedom, not cages Release the speech for new ages I believe in truth, I believe in wisdom I believe material items are like a prison I believe you only receive back what you pitch in Your integrity is dependent on your convictions I believe money and power is an addiction Depictions of greed are seeds for superstition If I speak on it, I'm subject to crucifixion If you petition, then I'm questioning your intentions Mental share cropping, the pears dropping, the apples rotten If Microsoft is soft, believe apples plotting I refuse to follow your foul doctrine If freedom means death, I'm rapping out of a coffin Greet a new day, peace and blessings We all release unique essence The culture freedom sees different It's a new day, thanks and praise Was born in freedom, not cages Release the speech for new ages